<laughs> a liberal Virginia Tech professor, but I repeat myself, changed herself to a equipment at the pipeline location. And she's teaching your kids at Virginia Tech. Amazing woman. Socialism on the rise for Democrats. Actually, it's the norm now. Total norm. Socialism. Let's embrace it. And liberals full of hate. That is next. Virginia citizens. Normal, too. And American patriots. Radio is the founding fathers intended. I'm Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Coming up at the 4 o'clock hour, new laws that take effect next week. You don't want to miss this. I mean, 14 they of them involve, are ABC. Yeah, they involve all of us. Scott, 14 different ways. <laughs> Apply to me only? Also, no, just no, just the 14 ABC laws. <laughs> that's not, that's funny. Also, that's actually I know I'm going to feel much better driving through Northern Virginia from now on because we're changing the name of a road up there that was highly offensive to most people driving on the asphalt. Most people didn't care what of the name of the road not. was. They just wanted to get from point A to point B. Z. They wanted to. Is it A to Z? It's A to That's Z. Point A to point B. Your full trip is A to Z. Oh, I see. If you're going to stop along the way, then it's A to B to C to D to E to F to G to And see that the name of the highway says Jefferson Davis, you immediately get mad and you never make it to Z. So your point is, is accurate. When they change it to Richmond Highway in Alexandria, Virginia, now you can go from A to whatever. No, to Z. Now it's whatever? No, it's A to Z. It's can't a, change in midway. Whatever's W. It's close to Z. <laughs> We're up and running 454-1366 on this Friday afternoon before the 4th of July. Coming up at 5 o'clock, we'll talk about that important holiday and what it really means, but not before we talk with Kevin Gutzman of the politically incorrect guy to the Constitution and the Supreme Court. Amazing guy. And, of course, we'll hear from Whippy Goldberg, too, who's a constitutional scholar on The View. <laughs> One of them is a truly great American. Can you guess which? <laughs> That's at 5 o'clock. And that will be, I promise you, it's going to be hilarious. We're going to we're gonna have a good time with that. Phone lines are open, though. 454-1366-804-454-1366. That's pretty good. Uh, I, I, Richard and I have experienced more, <laughs> more hate, disgust. Just in one room. Anger. Right here. Uh, things thrown at us. Not yes, I don't have anything to throw. But today. it's it's from the left. Mark, I need some stuff. Can anyone doubt? <laughs> I don't care what it is. Ballpoint pens, paper clips. Can anyone <laughs> doubt that the left is Thank angry? Thank you. Thank you very much. They're not only are they angry, but they're they're hateful angry. Hey, this is cool because I can tell where it hit. It'll stick there. Oh, Why? Well, go ahead. This and I got a bucket don't of crap. Look over here. Me. Don't look over here. Yeah, put a wall he can sure be a pain in the neck. Yes, he can. <laughs> and this uh, glue stick can sure That's inflict not... a pain in his neck when it sticks there like whack. Required I sit in the other and room. it stays. He'll look like Frankenstein on one side. You're angry. Okay, the back Sometimes I wonder. Up. I wonder if you're angry from the left, the angry left. Do you not know? If, if you go to a, buy a car that has all these liberal bumper stickers on, you know this person is mad at everybody and you angry. You buy one at the stoplight. They're just angry people. And now we see it this week like we've never seen it before. Of course, it's always been the case that the left, who are the self-proclaimed tolerant, are the most intolerant, hateful people you ever met. And they're angry all the time. They suck at life. Look at this liberal women of Chesterfield. You know these people are, right? They're going against Dave Brad. They are the most hateful women. We can't get them on the show. I've asked multiple times. They won't come on. I remember they, the day they beat the crap out of you verbally. But they use the, the F word like it's you know candy or whatever. Like I it's mean, a sledgehammer. 
That's all they... Like it's something fun to use. It, I, I, I would love to just hear five or six of them sitting around talking. Can you imagine, imagine the conversation? Oh, it's just... I wonder it's, where it's my... It's unbelievable. Sandwich is. Right? That's how, that's how the left is. Don't touch my... They're, they're angry, just horrible people in, in the sense that they're, they're mad all the time. Look at that. Hey, let me give you there. another example. Remember the middle finger salute up at the motorcade in D.C.? This, this woman's a liberal. She hates Trump. So the thing that liberals do is since they hate people so bad they disagree with them, not just disagree, hate them hate, with a passion hate, hate. that she flips off the motorcade, makes national news, gets on talk shows, and tells her kids, this is what we do when we're mad at the president. This is the American left. These guys are crazy. Remember the middle finger guy in Philadelphia last week? The state representative that took a selfie of himself with his middle finger up saying this is for Mike Pence who comes to Philadelphia? Remember, the, remember this hog kid during the shooting in Florida who doesn't know any other word but the F word? This is the liberal today. This is how they think. Remember the Red Hen restaurant in Lexington, Virginia? This is full of hate. The left hates people. They don't want to have a conversation with you. They want to hate you and then claim that they're tolerant. They want to loathe you. Loathe. I learned a new Despise. Word. Can you tell? I mean, I have my own version of this. I, ran, I was at a, at a restaurant here in Midlothian where I'm standing getting a drink at the bar with friends of mine and overheard this, uh, these other women talking. It turns out they overheard me talk about Brat. Yeah, friends. They, they weren't. Well... They, they just met them. Now they're not. They've already left me. But anyway, that's another story entirely. Thanks for opening that wound and pouring salt into it. I struggle with friendships anyway, and now you do that. I was just that's, messing yeah, with you. It was supposed to be a family secret. Now you're... Anyway, so this woman hears that I am a supporter of Trump and goes from smiley nice to rabid insane F-bombs in my face. She had no idea what my views were. She didn't know my policies. She didn't know even what I thought about Brad or anyone else. She just said, I like Brad. The woman lost it. This is an example of what is happening in America's culture today. Some say it's a civil war. I say it's a problem with liberalism. Hateful, uncontrolled, angry, tolerant left that hates anyone who disagrees with them. Not just wants to disagree like we do, but hates them with a passion. Buddy from Verina, you're on AM 820 WNTW and FM 97.7 with Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. Yes, sir. And, and you know, since the liberals hate us so much, I just want to apologize first for being white. And, <laughs> and, and I want to apologize that I, that I got in my pickup truck that I drive that's got a V8 engine in it, by the way, and drove by these bankrupt uh, farms and these uh, uh, hollowed-out factories, and I've actually voted for Trump. Uh, and I just want to apologize for them for doing that. You are forgiven, buddy. No, it won't okay. make any difference. And now you're, no, honor, no, now make, you're an honorary leader. No, no, buddy, yeah. help it. Well, now. It won't make any difference, buddy. I'm sorry. You, the okay. hate coming your way is, is still coming. You can well, apologize all you want, but these well, people will hate, hate you. How about if I apologize for living uh, past the womb, and and my three siblings uh, all lived past? You mean you womb. chose life? There was part of the, well, well, that. Well, now that one is truly unforgivable. My, my <laughs> one, mother, there's no hope mother, for you now, buddy. <laughs> yeah, my mother chose life, so uh, yeah, I tell you, I, I've really got a lot of po- apologizing to do, and uh, you do, and you know, well, I've I got a lot of privilege to go with that, though, because I'm privileged to pay for these brand new. Uh, 
uh, Escalades and these brand new BMWs parked in front of these projects so these people can have a free ride. Uh-huh. And I mean, I'm privileged to pay for all of that. So I mean, uh, well, at least uh, you have the right view on it. I mean, at least yeah. you're at least you got the a great attitude. And I heard you apologize. <laughs> yeah, thanks, buddy. Appreciate the call. Four five four thirteen sixty six. He's hilarious. Four five four thirteen sixty. I think and a truly great American. You know, here's the deal. I uh, I don't mind a passionate debate on policy and politics. It's part of it. I mean, we're all passionate about what we believe. And you can be. But it's come to the point now where liberals won't even let you think that way. If you walk into a restaurant and say nothing about policy, just want to sit down, they can't handle it. They've lost their mind. They took a poll and said, hey, what do you think about her being in here? From her gay employees who said, well, she's anti-gay, so kick her out. And you're the tolerant ones? By the way, completely fine with me if you want to kick her out. I don't care. It's your restaurant. Kick her out. But that's interesting, isn't it, that they don't have a problem kicking her out but but want the guy to bake the cake no matter what. These people are fascist. They're angry. And they will not be happy until you're miserable at leftists like them. All right, your phone call's next. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 97.7 FM. The Lee Brothers, showing off the First Amendment and using the second only when necessary. On AMA 20, 97.7 FM, The Answer. We all bleed the same. We're more beautiful when we come together. We all bleed the same. Perfect song. So tell me The appeal. The appeal of most Americans is simply that. We all bleed the same. We're all Americans. Where's the hatred coming from? So we disagree. Why We can't have a rational conversation in America without going into a Mexican restaurant and yelling and screaming at someone from the administration. We can't, we can't do that. When's the last time you saw a group of conservatives go into a restaurant and scream and yell in someone's face and tell them to get out or whatever it is? When's the last time you saw, even in the case of the Christian baker who didn't want to bake the specific cake for a specific wedding like that, do it out of anger, out of hate, even that baker of the cake served the gay community for all those years. Except that one particular time, it was more of a personal one because of the, uh, the way he was involved in the wedding and the, and the part of the cake. He didn't. He even, even offered a different location. I mean, it's unbelievable the difference. It, you know what? It, I think it scares most people to see where we are as a culture. Because where is this intolerable hatred and intolerable intolerance come from? I mean, people like you. Oh, thank you. You hate. Uh, you know that's that's like the, that. you know the point is, I I I I don't hate, and you and I don't hate. I know we don't hate. We we have an incredible passion for our country in America, but we have never hated anyone that disagrees with us. In fact, we've had a lot of times fun with them. But to hate... Especially after they leave. Yeah, then we can mock them and be honest. <laughs> but 
But anyway, when you start thinking of the amount of vulgarity that the left is throwing, that's just pure indecency. And that shows hatred. It shows a a huge level of, I don't know if stupidity is the right word or not, but they think somebody's going to be impressed by that. No, no, and no one is. No, if you're impressed by that, yeah, there's then you're one of them. You're not one of us. I mean, my personal story in the restaurant with this lady jumping in my face using the F word. I mean, you don't you think she could have said something like, "Hey, I just disagree with you." I don't know where the anger from the left comes from. The Red Hen Restaurant in Lexington, Virginia, is an example. I think that shows what's happening on the left. If you're a Democrat, a leftist, you've got to be worried about your side here. Now, are there nuts on the other? Uh, yes, there are, but you can't deny what's going on. You can't believe something like that would happen in the town of Lexington, Virginia. Well, that little enclave there is a little blue speck. If you see the map, yeah. it's like 7,000 people and 68% of them voted for Hillary. So it's a little blue enclave. They think they live in a little bubble over there and they're all leftists. But they are, um, that example unbelievable, though. of that owner following her, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, out the door, harassing her all the way to the other restaurant, and then calling her friends to make a mob outside is just absolutely preposterous. Listen to this clip. A few years ago, ideas that we talked about were thought to be fringe ideas, radical ideas, extremist ideas. Those ideas are now mainstream. I I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. Why? Do something about your dad's immigration practices, you feckless. C- What's Uncle Tom but for white women who disappoint other white women? One way you get rid of Trump is a crashing economy. So please bring on the recession. When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. <laughs> That's so pathetic. You know, even when are I, you a, McDon- a Madonna fan? When you were in, when Obama was president, did we ever say things like this? Did we no. ever say I, I can't no. wait to burn down? I thought about burning down the White House or shooting him. I mean, that's she wanted just, to blow it up. It's unbelievable. She thinks she, she's got enough to blow it up. Enough right. money to blow it up. Your she's phone calls next eight zero four four five four thirteen sixty six four five four thirteen sixty six Lee Brothers eight twenty WNTW ninety seven point seven FM. Our version of the Federalist Papers, without all that reading. It's the Lee Brothers on WNTW AM 820, 97.7 FM. Well, if you ask me where I come from, here's what I tell everyone. You see, there's a unique, I was born by God, bounding, uniting principle. It's America. Can't we argue among Americans without such hate and vitriol that we want to throw a middle finger in their face. And I mean, the hate is only on the left since Trump's shown up. It's unbelievable how hateful the tolerant are. Well, they were just banking on Hillary being the president. And they can't and you know, stand it. The civil discourse is so obvious, the, the hate from them. 
By the way, the red well, it's hand like restaurant. like you said, you can't trust a woman in the White House. <laughs> I didn't say that. By the he way, said it. If we want to have, you know what I was thinking, Red Hen Restaurant this week, it made, interesting, made me think about something. Let's have conservative restaurants and liberal restaurants. Let's have them. You know, where, where you know, would you rather eat? Exactly. Somewhere where everybody's smiling, exactly. talking, or, or where you hear, you hear these people it's say, yeah. It's called happy place. Yeah, what he said, what he said. <laughs> That's all you're going to hear in a liberal left. Oh, the Restaurant. middle fingers if and the F a word. political discussion, all oh. you're going to hear is what he said. Yeah. And the F word. What he said. Yeah, you're going to hear uh, a lot of that. A lot but of in a conservative restaurant? It'll sound like a battlefield. It'd be fun, Boom. man. Boom. It'd be fun. The conservative restaurant would be great. I say let's you know bring what? it on. I let's say, have conservative versus liberal restaurants. Let's see which one does better. I say a liberal restaurant would be more fun for you and I than a conservative restaurant because we'd be in there rolling in the floor. Check us out, 820theanswer.com. 820theanswer.com, three great videos are click on the Lee Brothers takes you to our page. Coming up, socialists and Democrats, one and the same. 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820, WNTW, 97.7 FM. Radio Great Again. It's the Lee Brothers on WNTW AMA 20, 97.7 FM, The Answer. My daddy served in the army. We lost his right eye, but he put a flag out in our yard. To the day that he died, he wanted my mother, my brother, my sister, and me. You can tell a lot from a radio program by the bump music they play. I'm just saying. 454-1366. 454-1366. Gets in touch with the Lee Brothers. Phone lines are open just after 335 in the capital of the Commonwealth. My name is Scott Lighting. Scott Light, my friend, my co-host, my brother, who's See, sometimes, left. sometimes his far left, left is yeah. Richard Lee. You know, Never speaking of far left. left, the left has gone far left. Now, I've always had disagreements with Democrats, and it's it's been over the certain levels of government and what the government should be doing, and I always felt like the, the Democrats had a big heart, just a small little bird-sized brain. So their heart was big. They cared. They just didn't know how to care, which is a difference. Conservatives' heart is as big as a liberal's, except the difference is our brain is the same size as our heart. So we are as compassionate as the left, and we know how to be compassionate. The left is just stupid, blind compassionate, and don't even know how to just take money from the, whatever it is. But now it's not even about that. Liberals and Democrats are now just simply openly socialist without any apology. 41% of Democrats are uh, socialists or self-described. Yeah, thanks. 41%. Well, 41% yeah, 41%. Democrats are uh, socialists or self-described. <laughs> so yeah. where do you stand, Hillary? No, Hillary is a socialist. Well, she's the fourth. You know she's a socialist. They're, they're all socialists. Now we see this 28-year-old Alexandria Cortez is now, as some would say, the future of the Democratic Party. And she is a self-proclaimed Socialist. Now, she's not the first. By, by any stretch of the imagination, Congressman Joe Garcia talked about communism being a good thing. Here he is. The reason it is, uh, you know, we, we've proved that communism works. If you give everybody a good government job, uh, there's no crime. <laughs> oh, so we create all these government jobs and we just print money. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, we, prove, we prove that it works, even though 
every other communist nation we didn't on the planet Earth proves that it doesn't work. For, since the beginning of time, by the way. And America is <laughs> the greatest nation on Earth, yet we need to change to communism. To make liberals And that pea brain of mine. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's That's just unbelievable. You know what? It's, it's, you know, it's ridiculous. You know what else is interesting about that comment at the end? He goes, it stops, it stops crime. Um, poverty does not cause crime. And I can give you multiple examples of this. One being the Great Depression didn't cause more crime. But the simple best evidence that poverty doesn't call, cause crime is if you were broke and had no money, would you go create crime? Would you go? No, you wouldn't. You know why? Because you have been taught not to. It's not poverty that creates crime. It's a lack of morals and family values and the civilization. Part of the thing that makes civilization complete is a mother and father raising kids to be more productive. Anyway, that's off the track. Now, here's you know, a, uh, crime didn't exist in Nazi Germany. Nazi, keyword, Germany. Right. Because if you as much as stole an apple or an orange, you would disappear overnight. And they never see or hear from you again. It's important. Those oranges cannot go. I mean, that's, that's right. I, I mean, those, that's right. And apples. They, pff, I, mean, I know someone so. who grew up in Nazi Germany. He said you could drop money on the street and it would still be there tomorrow when you went back looking for it because nobody dared pick it up. <laughs> that's phenomenal. And that's a fact. Well, that's sad, though, really, because that's a, not a good situation. Anyway, speaking of socialism and Maxine Waters. That's how communism works. That's right. There you Nazi go. Socialism. There you go, Democrats. Yeah, there you go. Uh, that's a socialist. I found an apple in the yard. I didn't know yeah. little Jimmy put it out there. Right. So I guess I here. picked it up. Then I had to hide from the SS all night because they came for me under the cover of darkness. Now, Maxine Waters has made the news as of late because she says, go get them. What you a know. sea hag. Uh, yeah, well, that's kind. Yeah, that's, that's kind. A, well, to say that she's an ugly sea hag that's is mean. more accurate. You're but just mean. It What's still doesn't begin What's to her describe. Looks with it? Actually, her, it has a lot to do with it. Her looks are mean. Her looks are evil. Her looks are, have a lot to do with it. She's Believe an alien, me, if, she was an, <laughs> if there's ever proof of alien life on Earth, it's Maxine Waters. Think about it. Uh-huh. That's you lovely. look at her, and, oh, and you, you just, know, uh, she forgot to take the special chemical makes every, all the other aliens look like us. <laughs> right. She's that woman, man. I, I, if I anyways, met her in the alley, I, I, I wouldn't scare run. You. I would drop dead from fear. <laughs> she is rough. Sea hag is being polite. That's what I was telling you, but that's all right. Anyway, so see, I mean, uh, Maxine Waters uh, said, you know, go attack everybody from the administration. Here's something else that reminds, that we must remind you of Maxine Waters during this new socialist craze by the left. This is um, an oil executive talking to her and her response. Pretty unbelievable. Will look like a very low price in the years to come if we are prohibited from finding new reserves, new opportunities to increase supplies. And guess what this liberal would be all about? This liberal <laughs> will be all about socializing. Uh, um, uh, oops. Oops. Oops, I stepped about. on my tongue. That's what sea hags do. We step on our tongue. Basically, taking over... <laughs> And the government the planning all of your companies. Socialism. The government takes over the so, entire planet. Socialism is... Planet run by sea hags. The home of the Democratic Party. She would sit... What do they call that spear? A, a tight, Tip of the spear? A triton. Oh, a triton, yeah. She'd be sitting on her throne holding her triton. 
barking communist things at everyone. She is such a... Uh, if you're in a puke, man. If you're in the Democratic Party. I get today, nauseous looking at her picture. Of course, stop already. We know she's not helping her cause by being such an out-of-control socialist and a hateful leftist fearmonger at the same time. But the Democratic Party has slipped. Actually, they haven't slipped. It's the normal trajectory and, and logical conclusion is socialism for Democrats. Now, if you're a Democrat, 454-1366, tell me what you're doing with this. This 28-year-old who just won up in New York, Cortez, says that her home is the Democrat Socialist of America. That's what her, where her home is. She was asked this question, what about socialism appeals to you? Here's what she said. Well, it was a lot more about action than about words or description or isms because of me. It wasn't just like I read a book one day and said, oh, hey, I'm a democratic socialist now. She said that every time I was joining my brothers and sisters in the movement for black lives, the socialists of America were there. When I saw their actions, it was okay. Like, hey, this is clearly an extension of our own community. And the thing about socialist America is that it's a very large tent organization. When we talk about the word socialism, here we go. Listen to what she says. I think what it really means is just dem what it really means. No, what, it really, what means. it really means is democratic participation in our economic dignity, our economic, social, and racial dignity. The government's going to give me something. That's socialism what it really means is what this woman embraces. Does anybody see a problem with this? Doesn't anyone look at America and go, this isn't America. You Democrats are fighting for things that aren't constitutional, that aren't American. In fact, you want to fundamentally change America to a socialist platform and view. How is that acceptable in our country? And why aren't you laughed off every stage you step on? It's like the, uh, her Royal Majesty, the sea hag, Maxine Waters. Go back to her. When the government takes over all the businesses... All of the All businesses, of yeah, and well, they run. You know, you can't them. have any. Rogue, they run them. You can't have a rogue business running around. So no, if you've never. got a business and you've worked hard to build it, well, you didn't build it for one thing. You know, remember? turn off, turn over the keys by next Friday, okay? <laughs> if you got a business, that you didn't build that. Exactly. That is. So you got perfect. a business. You didn't that build so that. Perfect. The government built it because they let you exist, and now they're going to take it from you. So but they're going to take care of you. They're only going to move four or five families in your home with you right, because fine. you got a, and there's nothing you got a four bedroom that. house. You can handle three other families. Other you're than your very house. lucky. Yeah, so, you're so, very lucky. So here's the deal, Democrats. What do you what do you make of this? Your slide till socialism. Here's what. How do you uh, justify? It? Please call us and tell us how to justify this because I would I'd love to know. I'd like to be part of the party. Right. I want to. I want to be, want I want to be in the end. Where do I get in line? Alexandria Cortez, who just won up in, in New York, said this when she continued to speak of her love affair with the Democratic Socialists of America. To me, what socialism means, it's a guaranteed a basic level of dignity. Paid for by who? I mean, I love that feeling and the concept of it. Basic level of dignity. There used to be dignity in hard work. There used to be dignity in saying, hey, I'm going to go out and make a living for my own family. How does dignity tra translate into money for me? How do, how do <laughs> I take care of my family? Where, how does, do I just come to your house and ring the doorbell and say, hi, I'm here for my dignity? I mean, yeah. 
What's it look Can like? Can I have some of your dignity? How much dignity is in your wallet? Does it come with a ribbon on it? What have, what have you got in the dignity bank? Because <laughs> <laughs> I want some of your uh, dignity. That's great. I'm a dignity kind of guy. Socialism should scare everyone, except the Democrats have completely embraced it. From Hillary Clinton, embraced J- it. Congressman Garcia, Changed Maxine it. Waters. They made it the way they want it to be. Well, I mean, socialism is... Socially, a rap song. They made it the way they wanted to be. It's all about money and dignity. <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> that's perfect. Like that's like the, the liberal. <laughs> that's how they take a deep that's breath. That's a liberal chant. Can you remember what you just said? Because that was perfect. And what was it? I have no idea. Yeah, that's a wonderful <laughs> way to go. Way to way to come up with the best chant ever. We rewinded at the break. Your phone calls next. 454 <laughs> 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 97.7 What FM. day is this anyway? <laughs> Freedom isn't passed through the bloodstream. It's fought for daily. Fight alongside the Lee Brothers on WNTW AM 820 97.7 FM. The answer. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Liberal logic says this: If you arrest the parents and it separates the kids, abolish the police. The liberal liberal Democrats are calling for the abolition of ICE because ICE, it separates ICE, kids. I mean, can is there anything that's more immature and illogical than the statement "abolish ICE"? I like ICE. I love Chick. I love Chick Fil A's ICE. By the way, we we're just talking about that. Wawa's got good ICE. Wawa's the same ICE. Are you sure about that? I'm telling you, they have little same. cube ICEs like that. Yeah, I don't think it's they like, do. Yeah, they do. Wawa. Wawa. You know Exxon. There's Wah-wah. an Exxon on when it comes Sheets to Ex- Exxon shreds. Shreds are ice. It's really good. Oh, what were you saying cool. about Sheets has similar ice, but it's not quite the same. It's a little bitty cubes, but it's not like Wawa no. rocks. No Chick Fil A rocks. I'm just going Chick-fil-A. there to get a, get a cup of ice. And they have it in a styrofoam cup, so it lasts longer. Yep. It's just it's a beautiful thing. It's little things like this that truly, make life livable. Truly great. You know? American. Maybe company. we could just maybe we could just not argue about things and just embrace ice. All I of swear. us. Forget everything else. And stop eliminating ice. I know. Who wants to drink a hot quit soda? abolishing ice. This is ridiculous. Who though. wants to drink hot water? <clears throat> isn't, this exa- isn't this funny, though, Richard? This is an exact train of thought of the American left. The Democrats just want to abolish. Who, who could be for this? And then here, you want another example of, of, of leftist insanism? This protester, this Virginia Tech uh, professor, has uh, chained herself to the equipment at the Giles County uh, Mountain Valley Pipeline change herself to the equipment. Now, this is a professor at Virginia Tech who teaches your kids, who is a freak show of biblical proportions. Do you think sometimes students pretend to follow the professor's political views and so forth just to keep from, you know, repercussions coming from the professor? Repercussions. Repercussions. That's a big word. I learned that. That's a good day, too. Repercussions. I liked it a lot. I like how it has a lot of P's in it. Repercussions. Nip it. In the bus. <laughs> I heard someone else say it coming down the road, so I said, questions. I don't know what it means, but I'm going to try but to they, you know, listen to this. Listen to this example of this, though. This is even more how the liberals think. This is what's going on in our culture today. If liberals don't get their way, what do they do? They burn the place down. They, they get in the face of people they who disagree with them. their mind. Here's an example. Listen to this. The sadder white uh, Blacksburg resident who also chained herself to the construction equipment said, 
Quote, Virginians have tried every way we know how to tell our elected representatives that fracking gas pipes are a mistake. They hurt our planet and Virginia. Because if you don't act and protect our water and our mountains, we will. Oh, yeah? How? You know, there's this thing called civilization. You work through your representatives. If it doesn't work out, you're going to go burn the place down? This is an example of of the American left. I wonder how many of these women could actually tell you with any kind of level of specifics what fracking even means i bet you a lot of them can can tell you roughly but they can't tell you anything why it hurts the earth it doesn't hurt the earth it doesn't hurt earth's amazingly unfragile is it going to blow a hole in the earth no maybe so i blew a hole in the earth here's my i was little with a shotgun i I remember that that was that was a nail that wasn't good you shouldn't even mention that because someone's listening to probably try mom comes out of the house and says i remember what's all in your face it's like what that's bad. So here's the deal, though. This is a great example. Bad. This is a great example how liberals think. If I can't get my elected officials to listen to me or win by the vote, then two things can happen. I can get judges to help me because that's what liberals do, and that's a whole Supreme Court conversation we'll have at five. Or the second thing is I'll protest. I'll chain myself to equipment and be uncivil and be a pain in society. That is the American left today, and that apparently is a professor at Virginia Tech where you send your kids. And here's the thing. You're a professor. You're supposed to be a highly intelligent person. (laughs) Do you really think for a minute they're going to go, darn it, we can't, I guess we won't be fracking here anymore because she's tied herself to the equipment. No. Let's go go try to find a secret space place to fry. That's not going to happen, you nut job. And are you winning people that way? Are Are you you winning winning your argument? Are you winning anything? No, you look like a moron. You're chaining yourself to the equipment in in Western Virginia. What if you fell asleep and they didn't see you? Well, that could be. Then they couldn't hear you over those big. Nasty that would be, diesel engines. That would be, that'd be very bad, of course. It would be horrible. It would be unbelievably a shame. What a terrible. That would be not. See, don't want that. We, want, no, we don't want that. But you know what? Happen. Here's what I want. I want civilization to work and function. How we work, yeah, we work through our representation. If you can't handle that as a leftist, looned, Democrat, uh, liberal puke society of America leftist, then you know, go find another country to protest in because we are civilized people here. Quit throwing people out of restaurants, chasing people into restaurants, asking for them to be mobbed by people. This is the left today. Chain yourself somewhere else. Chain yourself to a tree. Ask yourself this simple (laughs) question. Is what I'm about to do legal? There you go. All right, your phone call's next. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 97.7 FM. Want to help Richard prove Scott's wrong once and for all? Call the Lee Brothers at 454 1366. 454 1366. All right, check us out 820theanswer.com. 820theanswer.com. One is the left is unhinged video. Uncommon Valor, what July 4th is really all about. Uncommon Valor video there and the media and the Soviet style they possess. At 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers, takes you directly there. All right, coming up. Uh, Eight-week paid family leave for employees in Virginia. Oh, good. I want it. I want that job, too. I want to start today. Can we? Ooh. Ooh. And this this highway name. This highway name in Alexandria, Virginia, it's... It's so offensive when you drive up there, you can't hardly stand it. No, they fixed that. I get the chills when I drive through, and they fixed it now. And the new laws in Virginia also, all that dead ahead. And I got to tell you this story about me calling into a radio show. 
That's next to you. Your phone calls 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 97.7 FM. And the thunder's been crashing, and the lightning's been flashing, and now it's getting ready to play. Well, they should. So eight weeks, paid family leave for government employees in Virginia. That's it, eight? It should be like 20. Man, I can't even get the government job. That's a problem. They won't hire me. A highway name in Alexandria, Virginia. It helps traffic Highly jams. Offensive. Not. Highly offensive. I hate driving through there. I and, go around northern Virginia. <laughs> By the way, that highway's here in Richmond. Can't avoid it. We'll talk about that coming up. And new laws coming to you starting July 1st. That's next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots, the only two-headed talk show in the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this uh, pre-4th of July weekend. We hope you have a safe and wonderful 4th. No drinking and driving out mm-hmm. there now. Mm-hmm. And right mm-hmm. now, if you're eastbound on 64 Look out. and you haven't got to the traffic jam yet, you it's will. this side of the airport, uh, Laburnum, near the Laburnum exit. You might as well get off and grab a quick bite. To or, eat. or just turn it up. Listen to us. Crank it up. Have that purge from the system right away, please. All right, your phone calls, 454-1366. Phone lines are open, 804-454-1366. Jefferson regulated them to the basement. It was the Supreme Court. They weren't even an important factor. Now they are. We'll talk about that at 5 o'clock with Kevin Gritzman, who wrote Politically Incorrect Guide to Our Constitution. They kind of rule the world, don't they? Yeah, oh, my gosh. I mean, the outcry I mean, now. The of crap that they keep taking to, to you the You know what's Supreme interesting? Court. If maybe the Supreme Court shouldn't have so much, or the government shouldn't have so much control in our lives, and the Supreme Court wouldn't matter that much. I'm just saying. Yeah. Just saying. Mm. But the left has gone bat crazy. That's at 5. We'll talk about that. But first... Uh-huh. I'm driving through uh, Philadelphia this week, and um, I just, I got a rental car, I turned it on, and it was on this this urban station, and it was talk, it was a talk show, so I was going to change the station until I heard them completely trashing America. America's racist, its foundation's racist, the police are racist, the the, the uh, host of the show said that she was afraid to call the police for she might get shot when they show up. It was. That's ridiculous. It is so, so ridiculous. And as I listened to this, I became more and more frustrated that people who live in the greatest country on the planet despise it so. Find and one I, that's I better, never really understood you know? that. Yeah, I don't. I just don't understand how you can. Now, I understand the history of our country. Don't get me wrong. But if you even continue to look at the history of the country, you'll see amazing things that come from the history, and that is. A better country today, as far as freedom and liberties go, than even during our founding. That this is a good trend, and some people are so blindfolded; they're just they're angry. They are um, they're vindictive against America because of it that they can see nothing. They had a family call in. It's their racist views that make them not be able to see anything, except their racial. Their racial agenda. They're the racist. They had a family call in. The name of Ishmael was the guy's name with his kids that went to see a movie in a theater. Ishmael, I know him. And he uh, he was telling 
the audience about his experience in the theater. And it turned out the theater did a horrible job taking care of him, treated him like crap. But not one time did anyone stop to think, well, maybe the theater, just a bunch of dirtbags. Not that they're racist. Their first inclination was to claim that the theater was filled, that everyone who worked in the theater was filled with racists. And therefore, that's why this guy got thrown out of the theater. I, I couldn't handle it, so I called in. I called the show. I called the show and began to make the case for America. And man, they, they didn't like it. I first challenged the whole premise on why is everything racist? I mean, maybe the theater people were just jerks and they were, didn't see race at all. But then they quickly told me, they said, Scott, don't you understand institutional racism? <laughs> They knew you on a first name basis. Uh, well, that's how I identified myself. I didn't. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. This is unbelievable <laughs> to me. And now, I just I, I can't get past the 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 disdain for America when you see that we've come so far. We just left eight years of the first black president. How is America so racist again? We have NFL players. In fact, most of the NFL, most of the NBA is of African-American, if you want to divide people, that's how you start with. I guess you look at the color of their skin and Tiger Woods. I mean, how, I mean, look at the Supreme Court justice. Supreme Court has a black man on the Supreme Court. There's only nine Supreme Court. How is America so bad, so evil, and so wrong? I just, I do, I do not understand this show was spewing this to its listeners and the people are calling in going, yeah, America is just institution. It's so bad. And it's, it's actually... Um, Shows a level of negativity. Right. In the audience of that radio show. And you know, that's, that, those are haters. They're probably sitting at stoplights ready to bite through their steering wheel because they're so mad at everything around them. Then there's this this week. This made me think of it even more. The Black Entertainment TV. BET. Which, is there a white entertainment TV? Boy, that'd be racist. It's How wet. Is there is there is there one? I don't. No, of course not. Of, of course, course not. not. That would be racist, and we can't have that. Here is the here's what the black entertainment classifies as real heroes. This is um, th- this is a, the actresses by the name of uh, Amanda Steinberg and Regina Hall. Here's what they said this week. It has been so dope to see all these black women killing it in the superhero. Wait, so what? Dope. Dope. So dope. Dope. I don't know what that is. Dope to see all these black women killing it in the superhero. One more time here. It has been so dope to see all these. Is that a good thing then? I guess it is. Dope Dope is a good thing. It's not a good thing. Well, it says dope. They say dope like it's a good thing here. It has been so dope to see all these black women killing it in the superhero game. Uh, Yeah, shout out to Tessa Thompson and Thor, Zazie Beats and Deadpool 2, and Denai Guerrero, and all the black girl magic in Black Panther. Black girl magic. But there's so many other real life black women superheroes out here. Like Maxine Waters, who has. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. Are you kidding She's me? Sea Hag woman. Can you believe that? The Sea Hag is on the scene. Superheroes out here. Like Maxine Waters, who has the unyielding superpower of reclaiming her time. Yeah, I'm Maxine Waters, and I'm here to take over your company and do Re- what I like. Reclaiming her time. I'm the Sea Hag woman. Maxine Waters reclaiming her time. Reclaiming her time. Is that a power? Time. That's a superpower? 
Is that what she said? I, I don't there? know. What I, I just think people Let's, look at Maxine Powers and the entire Waters, audience. Maxine Waters. You said Powers. No, Max. Yes, you did. You said Maxine Powers. Oh, you said, "Is that a superpower?" And oh, I, oh, Maxine. I has said, powers. "No, it's a super water." But anyway, oh. <laughs> Maxine makes the entire audience just go violently ill. Not just that by walking out on stage. Black women superheroes out here, like Maxine Waters, who has the unyielding superpower of reclaiming her time. That is a I don't know, That doesn't make any sense. Of reclaiming her time? What does that even mean? Is that a superpower? When someone goes, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Reclaiming my time. I'm, I going, I'm going back in time and reclaim it. <laughs> I want to reclaim my time and superpower. I think her superpower would be well, oh, the be biggest sea hag. And that's not a superpower either. Planet. I'm just saying. Their superpowers are like flying. Do you think that's she lives under the sea? <laughs> she looks awfully wrinkled. You know how you put your kids in the tub when they're little and you wait till they're wrinkled just the right amount? Like, like little prunes? And then you like actually bathe them and yeah. get them out. Yeah. She, she looks like she's been long. wrinkled a long time. <laughs> All right, your phone call's next, 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers. She's been soaking, man. 820 WNTW 97.7 FM. Kind, compassionate, and tolerant. Oh, wait, that's a different show. The Lee Brothers on AMA 20, 97.7 FM, WNTW, The Answer. It's a perfect Friday song. Yeah. 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW. Chief Joe from Williamsburg, you're on AM 820 WNTW and FM 97.7 with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the program. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Uh, you can tell that the young lady who just won the primary up in New York has never had to live with her throat being pushed down by the boot of socialist government. That's the case for most people who advocate socialism who probably never lived under it. I've seen this quite a bit in my travels uh, during this, my service, and it is a form of government which no one really wants to live under uh, when they're forced to live under it. The simple fact of the matter is that... Uh, she doesn't really know what the heck she's talking about. I uh, am a strong uh, advocate of the objectivist philosophy advanced by Ayn Rand in the 20th century. There was a, I would highly recommend that you guys pick up or go Google the money speech. It's a uh, monologue by a gentleman called Francisco de Aconia, mm-hmm. a character in Atlas Shrugged, mm-hmm. who provides us with a most eloquent defense of free market capitalism that you will ever find. I'm surprised that free market Republicans don't use this as campaign literature, uh, truly. You know, and <clears throat> what, a, what a great point. And, and maybe they will use it in the future. Right. And, and Chief Joe, thanks for the call. It's, it's uh, you know, you, you're so right understanding that the people who are pushing socialist policies do not themselves want to live under them. Tell they, me one country where, the, where it's been successful. Right. And, and to his point again is that this 28-year-old girl who won this primary in New York has never lived under it. She, has, she was born here in this country. She, she, she has no idea what it means. She doesn't know what it means. But here's what she thinks it means. She thinks it means votes. She thinks she's compassionate. She thinks socialism is compassionate. That's kind of why earlier in the show we talked about, you know, liberals have really big hearts. I believe they do. It's just that they don't know how to be compassionate because they're this isn't to be offensive. Their brain is just not as big as their heart. So they, they're, they're so overwhelmed by emotion and caring that they are illogical in their answers to it. Where conservatism, 
I think this is where Chief Joe is going is, is their hearts are the same size as liberals, except the brain is a more logical view on how to actually help people. Sounds like you're describing when you describe the liberal, the liberal folks that you're describing the Grinch and maybe someday his heart will grow. Well, we need their brain to grow, not their heart. Oh, that's right. The Grinch, yeah. the Grinch's but, heart grew. Yeah, that's his, yeah. They still, they're still Grinchy. The, well, <laughs> is that a new word? No. Well, now it is. Grinchy. Yes, you made Grinchy. it up, and it's perfectly fine. They're all Grinched up. You know there's some liberals out there listening no, right now. No, there's not. There's no They heart. have no... I wish they wouldn't. We can't get them on the phone, by death. the way. We can't get Susan Swecker on this phone. Yeah, we can't get the Democrat. We can't get anyone. They're scared to death to call. No, they're not scared. Yes, they are. No, they, they're not. They know Why they are they scared of? Because they can't win. Oh, that's not true. They can't We're win. We're so easily debunked. Really? 454-1366. Four, four, here's, uh, here's some Please, new, debunk me. new laws going in effect for the Commonwealth of Virginia. Debunked, yeah. Here's one of the ones that I thought was very interesting, and I don't know how we missed this during the General Assembly, but now... It's called the Sweet Alcohol Treats Law. Sweet liquor, Alcohol Treats. Where starting July 1st, liquor can now be infused into baked goods. You know. So what's next? Marijuana infused no, into no, baked no. goods? No, no, no. You know how you make, what, what's the word? What's the kind of cake I'm looking that has? A rum cake? Rum cake, yes. Thank you. Rum cake rocks. Yes. I had a teacher used to bring it to me in middle school. No, that's the problem. Anyway, yeah, that, now it's that legal. created some issues for the next grade. <laughs> now, <it's, laughs> now, according to the bill... Uh, it creates a uh, liquor license, which lets bakers make items like wine, jellies, and cakes that contain 5% or less alcohol by volume. I remember they the used to law. ask us, what did you learn last year in math since you're doing so poorly this year? I learned that Captain Morgan makes better rum balls. <laughs> <laughs> Rock and roll! Here's another law. Uh, using a drone to coerce, intimidate, harass, or spy... Is now legal. Is now illegal. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying, isn't oh, it? Oh, Wait a second. Hasn't that so always I can't been illegal? fly my drone around I mean, This is what I don't understand about that law. Of course it's been wrong to do that. Now we got to codify it in law, I guess. Here's one. Texting in a work zone. Fines will be increased from 125 to 250 for drivers caught texting and drinking. I mean, I'm sorry, and driving in a work zone. <laughs> texting and drinking. <laughs> Which would be a heck well, of a you treat. really describe that one. That's beautiful. Perfect. So I misread I, it. I frequently drink. In text talk at the about, same time, especially about, okay. in work zones. Okay, give me a break. I was when just the talk- work zone comes up, I'll pull out the Captain Morgan. I was talking about <laughs> alcohol and the food, and then it's easy mistake. It's a simple, simple so mistake. You, uh, so let me get this right. You go along with a little baggie full of rum balls, and you text while you eat your rum balls. Is that right? Boy, so if, I, if you ever must speak again, I'm going to haunt you. Like can a, stores sell rum balls? I, I said they texting are really and dri- tasty. Richard, I said texting and driving. In a I wasn't zone. kidding about mm-hmm. a middle school teacher giving us rum balls. And by the way, is that... He a, was always toasted. I'm just curious. Is that fine big enough? 125 to 250 for drivers texting. I don't think big enough. Should be like a thousand. Really? Texting through a work zone? Now, what? Come on. That thump you heard was not a cone. No? Okay. Maybe you're no. right. Maybe you're right. And now I found out you can text 911. Emergency dispatcher will be required to have their ability to accept text messages. 911 means emergency. <laughs> you know, what do you when you go to court and say, "Your honor, it was an emergency text." No, I'm not saying while driving. I was just saying, that had no connection. I'm sorry it followed at the same time. Apparently, I blew this entire segment. All right, four five four thirteen sixty six. I'm totally confused, you and I'll probably get arrested. I'll probably be put in jail tonight. Lee Brothers eight twenty WNTW ninety seven point seven FM. <laughs> Scott and Richard Lee, the circus clowns of talk radio on AMA twenty ninety seven point seven FM WNTW. The answer. 
Tampa's always afraid of clowns. Uh, what? Clowns. Clowns? Bring in the clowns. Let me punch them in the crown. Apparently, the General Assembly this year was um, obsessed with the ABC alcohol laws. They introduced 14 new ones that take effect July 1st. You know what? I looked at these When things. was the last time they introduced ABC laws? You know Back what? when they made it illegal for just, just get rid of the ABC. a minor to buy liquor right. or something like that. I mean, there's a new licensing fee. There's a new notary requirement. There's a higher education those licensing fees. They tripled them. Yeah, there is a there's, there's a new notary requirement fee. A higher education substance abuse advisory committee. There's electronic records. There's distilleries. I mean, come on, it's just partaking of an adult beverage, is it not? I mean, now you got 14 new laws that even address swim clubs and brewery locations. Man. Sounds like they got a new guy. Yeah. And he didn't have anything. They said, do the ABC yeah, laws. Yeah, do the ABC laws. Okay, and I'll do it. He comes back with a, a <laughs> phone right. book looking thing, That's and they were like, oh my know. gosh. No one ever seriously. No one ever repeals laws. We only make them. All right, took coming it up. seriously. Coming up, the new uh, highway in Alexandria and Northam's new new uh, family leave bill. That's our executive signature. We'll talk about that. 454-1366 Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 97.7 FM. Making radio great again. It's the Lee Brothers on WNTW AM 820 97.7 FM The Answer. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. Just after 4.34, in the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers, 454-1366-804-454-1366. Phone lines are open. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host. My friend and my brother sitting to my left, sometimes my far left, not so much anymore, is Richard Lee. And thank Thank, thank you very much for coming closer to me. You like that one. All right. Um, I'm, I'm encouraged that Alexandria, Virginia, had so much time on their hands that they, uh, I mean, who comes to the supervisors in Alexandria, Virginia and says, you know what? There's this road I get on every day called the Jefferson Davis Highway. I can't do it. I can't get on this road anymore, and it must be changed. And they actually took that. And spent months, I mean, we brought this up a couple of weeks ago, probably four or five weeks ago, we discussed this. What supervisor would say, you know what, we need to change that name. Right. Alexandria City Council members voted unanimously Saturday night to rename the controversial highway. <laughs> I like that. Controversial. That's really? what they should have named it. <clears throat> the controversial highway? Yep, that would have been a perfect name for it. Um, what is the, uh, what's this infatuation from the left on things like this? Is Jefferson Davis Highway really that big a deal? Come on, you, Alexandria City, you got it all figured out? Is that it? Everything's fine up there? You don't have any other issues? The the, the council members were uh, have just all got together and said, you know what, guys, there's nothing to do. I, I, there's a highway over here named Jefferson Davis. You want to change that? Sure. I know you disagree with taking things to referendums. But I think this should have been voted on by... Everyone in the state who wanted to vote on it. In a state? It's not a state issue. It is a state issue. I don't know. It's It's a state issue. Okay. Not sure that it... By the way, guess how much this is going to cost? It's interesting. It's about the same uh, cost that it's going to be for change Jeb Stewart to Obama. About $27,000. Somebody's going to pay for all this. (laughs) That's That's cheap. 
Of course. Twenty-seven thousand. Well, I mean, if it's not your money, who cares? Right. I mean, if it's taxpayer dollars. Pfft. Remember the school? I forget which school it was now, but it, it was going to cost a hundred and twenty thousand dollars to change the name on a school, and that you know we agreed to do it for. Shoot, we'd have done it for sixty. 000. We would have. We would have. Without, I mean, it would have painted the sign. It would have been hard, but we could have done it for sixty. Scott would have carved it in stone. Sure. This, this like you know, crap, it's, but hey, this is the kind of stuff you just grand is sixty grand. This is kind of the stuff you just laugh at. I mean, seriously, Alexander. Now that it's named Richmond Highway, I wonder if anyone's going to go. Hey, that used to be the capital of the Confederacy. We I mean, can't, we can't name go, it man, Richmond anymore. We got to go to Northern Virginia because they've changed the name of that road. Right. That's important. You know, if I that's hit just, a, if I hit a pothole stupid. up there, that's just you know, I'm going to be so mad if so, I hit a pothole where they could have fixed potholes. With twenty-some thousand dollars, rather than change the name of the road, does this make driving better? Does this make traffic jams yes, disappear? I'm excited. Oh, Can't I, wait to I didn't realize that changing the name had such an wow, impact. I would on be it. so excited. I might end up in Maine. The, it could happen. The, <laughs> this, this does one thing. Here's what it does. It makes liberals feel better. That's it. And, and remember, no, it, it's it gives all them publicity. It makes feeling. them celebrity. It's all about feeling. It makes them celebrity. Eh, I don't know. I think so. It makes them feel better. I'm the one who got the name changed on the highway. Well, I show. Now I'm a celebrity. The, now, now you're a moron. Now, just remember what liberalism is about. And you just flush 20-some thousand dollars down the toilet. It's not about logic. Liberalism isn't about logic. It's about feelings. That's why socialism is popular. It's about feelings. Not that it works. Not that it's even functionable. A big it's about feeling good. I mean, that's why we changed Jeb Stewart, not for the kids, because adults feel better. The school, Jeff Davis Highway, has changed to Richmond because the adult liberals feel better. So the snowflakes got their way, and they feel better. <laughs> There's a big portion of liberals who are all about the celebrity. The Obamas were about the celebrity, and they were Clintons. You know, they were the presidents of the, the president co-presidents. and co-president sure. of the United States. So the Clintons Clinton. the same way. Of course, a lot of these people just want the celebrity that comes with being the yeah. one who started the stink that got something stink. changed this or whatever. Stink. And it's a stink. It's, it's a money stink. spent Stupid. that doesn't need to be it's spent. I don't know when we're going to get a handle on the school boards and the city councils that come up with this idiotic thing. Is this going on in in, in any other state? Well, has anyone I feel tied like, themselves? I think Virginia is the only one in this battle over names of highways and schools. Any nut job tied themselves to the fence around Lee Davis High School in Mechanicsville because they they approached the school board there and said, "This is horrid. This is terrible. Our children are growing up in this racist school, <laughs> Lee Davis <laughs> racist, racist school. Got to change the name. Call it, you know, controversy school. Call it whatever you want, but we got to get that name off." And they said, "Well, no." Of course, and and what? I'm not saying how many people have said, "Oh yeah, well we're going to tie ourselves to the fence." No, because there's no one with the nerve enough out there that wants the celebrity enough to force. I'm, I'm telling to, you, it's not about push, celebrity. If they pushed hard on Hanover, if they pushed hard on that school, it'd be it would have another name on it. It would have another name on it. Well, that's because probably be Barack Obama. I don't Obama know. The reason it doesn't school. it doesn't matter right now. It's Royal Majesty it's not being High changed. School. Oh, I feel important now. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. True. He's probably primping around his house with his <laughs> robe and his, his, his crown, crown on. His it crown, sits up yeah. like three feet above his head, that's banging perfect. it on door jams and as he got, walks through. And he's got mirrors everywhere, so you can see him. So you mentioned that. I can hear Michelle. Oh, he's got that crown, that big giant crown on his head. I feel important now. <laughs> I feel important now. <laughs> That's great. That's the best clip ever. That is phenomenal. I just if there's a if there's one clip that shows who Barack Obama is, that's it. 
Or, or, or there is another. There is? I don't want to Which punish one? her with a baby. Okay, that's I don't want them punished with a baby. Where did you get these? these all snacked in there? That's perfect. How about the one in front of the view when he says, I'm just eye candy? That's another one that's more, we don't have that one, do we? Okay. Just wait till Barack Obama's grandkids come up to him and say, Granddaddy, how many brothers and sisters of mine did you have aborted before you let I don't want to punish your him daughter with a baby. have this one? Well, I didn't want to punish him with a baby. <laughs> I don't want them punished with a baby. <laughs> That is the, let him have you know, that was the most disgusting quote that anyone could ever make. And it came from a sitting president, president of the United, United States. States. Not it's, a can, not that's a, not a candidate. unbelievable to me. Unbelievable. You have to wonder if he would have won if he was actually a candidate when he said. How do we get sidetracked on Obama? We started, I don't know. That's so easy to come I open my mouth. Uh, Obama uh, comes uh, out. Obama. I'm trying to purge my well, body. Well, we have Obama elementary Obama. school now. We have Obama Elementary you know, School. Just whenever think, I feel nauseous, I'm thinking of Michelle. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Thank Obama's goodness we have Obama, an elementary yeah, school yeah. named Obama now because we can save all these clips and play them forever. Ralph Northam signed two executive orders this week. One would make eight weeks of paid parental leave to state employees and create an advisory panel to recommend ways to help state workers with child care. And the other one made executive no. orders illegal. No, that's not... No, I'm They're just kidding. Illegal. That's not true. Now, look, most of you are thinking, Scott, what's wrong with paid leave? Well, um... No, most people aren't thinking that. No, they're not? You don't think they are? No, I think a lot of Scott, people like this. Scott, they don't look to Scott, oh my gosh. You guys are like, Honey, <laughs> what's wrong? What oh, I was just thinking out loud. <laughs> Scott. No, no, no. That's not what I... <laughs> what's wrong you're, with you're paid leave, control. Scott? Hey, please, Scott. Please stop. That hurts me. This time you have gone too far. You hurt me greatly. That cut me deep, actually. Exactly. Mocking me. No, paid, I don't like you either. <laughs> That's why I paid paid uh, meat cleaver at you. This this only this existing government. How come every government job has so many perks? They're off every holiday weekend. They get eight weeks of parental leave. If if eight is good, why not ten? And paid? It's paid. We'll so wait a second. What does that mean for us in the Commonwealth who depend on these people to do their jobs? They're not there yet. We're still paying them to do that. Right. I understand the premise and the big heartedness of this and how great it feels that someone has a baby or wants to go take care of kids that we pay them while they're gone. But the reality is world has to go on. Work has to continue. That's why the police officers don't get off. But, you know, somebody in power decided one day, you know, Holidays coming up, and there's no one. No one's going to be here to make sure the rest of them show up. So we might as well just all take a time off. There you go. And that's where it came from. The Northern Administration estimates the cost of parental leave policy to be about half a million dollars because of the additional overtime and contractor expenses needed for to fill critical positions. So they admit. That's going to cost them a whole lot more. Well, I guess again, if it's they're going to hire people to fill to, positions, they have to. And pay the person not to be there. Now, the private sector deals with this on an individual basis. There's no massive government oversight that says, you must pay them. And thank God for that. But that's coming. That's what Ralph oh, Northern would love to do. It's definitely oh, coming. That, and that would be more down the pike. big government intrusion into your lives. That a lot of it. companies will give you a little extra of pay. Of course they will. To volunteer to work these holidays. Exactly. And, and most companies work with you if you're pregnant or whatever it might be. But the fact is, Northam has created, and he says he did this to be competitive in the private market. Well, you know what? The state government jobs already were the best jobs to have. They usually pay more. They usually get more time off. And after and, 90 days, they can't fire you. Exactly. So 
what um, better um, way or high water they can't fire you I mean, that's day. why you always say i need a government job exactly. we need government jobs is there any way the government's hiring radio guys i can do anything for 90 days ralph north after 90 days by the way what's he look like in this picture to you pay me because you're going to anyway who's he look like in that just a quick glance who do you think it looks like Mannix. No, George W. Bush. Look From at the that. old TV show. He looks like George W. Bush. Real he quick. does look a little bit like, yeah. okay, flash, flash. Yeah, flash, boom. George W. It's Ralph Northam looks like, look at that, Mark. Okay, I'm out to lunch. Mark's he like, looks you like suck. a That's cross between Mannix and Bush. Okay, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up. Are you tired of the planet? You feel like the world's going to the dogs? Well, there's a new planet you can colonize. As Guardia. I'm not uh, kidding you. I'll be broadcasting live from there. <laughs> yeah, and your phone call's next. 454 1366. Sorry, by what? 454 1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 97.7 FM. Scott and Richard Lee, the Circus Clowns of Talk Radio. On AMA 20, 97.7 FM, WNTW, The Answer. Meet George Jetson. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. This is perfect. His boy, Elroy. I remember when I was. That's you, his I'm, boy, Yeah, Elroy. very funny. Lee Brothers 820 WNDW. Look, I think, um, remember when I watched that Jetsons thing, I thought, there's no way that's even real. That's never going to happen. Or colonizing the moon? Is that what they did? Or colonizing Mars? No, I was talking about the cars that fly like that. I thought that was pretty Oh, cool. they're going to do that? You think? I got one. Now, how old is the Jetsons? Get when did the Jetsons come out? <laughs> I think in the 1920s. I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong with you? But it was black and white when it first came out. So there's this there's this new uh, (laughs) space kingdom is what they call it. This there's a there's a uh, there's this guy who has created a new a new um, place. It's on the moon, actually, isn't it? It's on the moon. It's called. It's going to be called Asgardia. But. It will be on the bright side of the moon. You know, only one side of the moon is what we always see because. One rotation around Earth is one orbit for the moon. So that being said, the dark side of the moon is where the aliens live. That's actually Transformers' dark side of the moon, yeah. Well, actually, that was uh, a, that's what you're going to tell me. Some is. astronauts peeked over to the dark side. And they saw them? Kind of like this. And they saw them cruising around okay, can there. Okay, move and on? The aliens were this, like, is, <gasps> this is insane. Astronaut. You're going to the moon! You're going to the moon. Become a citizen of the nation of Asgardia and hope it makes good on a promise to colonize the moon. Asgardia was founded just 20 months ago, and it already has about 200,000 citizens, a constitution, and an elected parliament. It even has a litter, a, a leader. A litter. A litter. That's not animals, too. A litter of aliens. They, <laughs> they don't have, like, twins or triplets. They have litters. They Where did that even come from? They have litters. I don't even say litter. Because you know that it's sucks. true. That's you know what sucks worse than me saying litter is you hearing it and beating me up about it. Well, it's it, true, has, it has a leader. This new place called our, our a leader, our, like L E A D E R, like, uh, like a leader. Yes, like L- a giant alien. Like his name's big, big bug. His name's Igor. That's perfect. <laughs> perfect. You couldn't ask for a better alien leader's name. <laughs> Igor, who spoke my name? He wants to build. I must eat you. He wants to build the population of this colonized moon by the name of Asgardia to 150 million within 10 years. He plans to set up space arcs with artificial gravity in outer space where humans could live permanently. He said, "Quote: This day will certainly be recorded in the annals of history uh, of mankind." He said, "There well, in course it would speech. be." Asgardia. Asgardia. Yeah. What's what's the name of uh yes. of uh, yeah that's the Thor's place Thor's no yeah. that's his is as Asgar 
Not Asgardia. No, Asgardian is the names of those guys, right? Asgardian. Does that place even exist anymore? According to the last Thor movie, they blew it up or something. Well, they're looking for a new place to settle, I think. uh, Asgardia, named after Asgard, a world in the sky in the Norse mythology, says its citizens now live in more than 200 countries, outnumber the United Nations by 193 member states. Becoming a citizen online is free. He wants to... They have internet out there? That's a very that good question. Cool. That's a very good question. He intends to have satellites providing internet access around the globe in five to seven years. The space arcs are opening or will be operating in 10 to 15 years. And he wants to establish a permanent settlement on the moon within 25 years. Now, as Guardian doesn't come free, you must pay an annual membership fee of 100 euros. He plans on a... They have qu- euros in space. This is Igor, okay? He's from... Somewhere else, I don't even know. I think he's, he's from Greece. He plans to collect taxes on businesses and private income, which he says will cut very low. Sure, that's just the beginning. Once you got the camel's nose in the tent with taxes, look what happens. Last time I got exposed to space aliens' taxes, it was ugly. It was bad. It was really bad. He said, quote, for this early phase of Asgardian nationhood, I'm primarily responsible for its financing, along with a number of other donors who are citizens of Asgardian. This guy's a freak show. Igor? Let, let, let Igor and look, you want to go to another planet? Let's arrange it. In fact, let's make a liberal planet. If let's Igor send all the liberals show, to the planet. His parents had to be major freak shows. Maybe. Oh, you know what? What the that, we name son, honey? Igor. I wonder if we oh, could perfect. talk perfect. all the liberals into going to this place. Make America more free. If you're a liberal, Democrat, socialist, communist, pinko, get on this thing and go. Think of all the services Igor could provide, provide. just for paying more taxes. In fact, yes, you could make it a utopia. Start a studying socialist Euros. utopia. Start learning what a euro, how it translates into a this. dollar bill. This colony on the moon is utopia. So is liberalism, socialism. It's a fake utopia. You guys all get in the same room and come up with this plan and go. Yeah, but tell me you wouldn't want a vacation on the moon. I can tell you, I don't want a vacation on the moon. I have zero interest in going to the moon. Zero. You, on the other hand, you're always always looking at the stars when you're a kid. I've been there. You still are. You've been there. You see this watch? In your mind. It's called a Stargate. Hey, which watch had had the uh, space dust in it? Seriously, you had one that had like moon. No, it had a meteorite. A meteorite. Yeah, Yeah, sure it did. Great. Your phone calls next. 454-1366-454-1366-454-1366-454-1366-454-1366-454-1366-454-1366-454-1366-454-1366-454-1366-454-1366-454-1366-454-1366-454-1366-454-1366-454-1366-454-1366-454-1366-454-1366-454-1366-
get this right. There's another set of Lee brothers. They're contenders for the Supreme Court pick. Truly great Americans. And Whoopi Goldberg, a constitutional scholar, comments on the Supreme Court opening. <laughs> Did you say scholar? Or? Scholar. Oh. Yeah, whatever. I thought you said some kind of ocean life. But first, a real expert joins us <laughs> for a constitutional view. That's next. Virginia citizens and American patriots. Radio is the founding father's intended just after five o'clock in the capital of the commonwealth of virginia my name is scott lee i'm richard lee thanks for joining us this pre-fourth of july weekend be careful if you're driving and heading out of town you're going down 64 east right now we have a accident causing a pretty massive backup from what i understand from like the laburnum exit uh eastbound 64 back towards the city mm-hmm. so be careful all right, panic is ensuing, um, and I, I right here in the booth. I, I just cannot believe the outrage over or the concern for the Supreme Court pick. It used to be these guys were relegated to a basement; that the Supreme Court was not a big deal. Now it's everything to the American left and to the conservatives who care about constitutional governments. And uh, I think most people are just confused overall. They're and confused. the left can blame the right because Justice Kennedy is. Is retiring. It's the right's fault. It's somebody's fault. It's Trump's it's fault. It's our fault. It's yeah. it's your fault. It's my fault. It's Scott's fault. Mainly Scott's fault. So let's get some... tremendous hatred. <laughs> tremendous <laughs> hatred. Let's get some clarity on this because we, we need help. Um, <laughs> an author of uh, phenomenal books, Thomas Jefferson's revolutionary uh, book, uh, James Madison: The Making of America, which I have at home, and the politically incorrect guide to the Constitution, which I also have at home. He's a professor of history at Western Connecticut State University. Dr. Kevin Gutzman joins us. Kevin. Kevin. Hello. Hello. Hey Welcome to the program and thanks for joining us. I'm happy to be here. So we've talked to you before. I don't know if you remember and you came back, which is even incredible. Uh, <laughs> so thank you. Thank you for doing that. Are you amazed? And I, the reason I want to have you on is because by the way, I love the pig books, huge fan, a politically incorrect guy to the constitution is a is a great book. I'd recommend people go get it and, and read it because it does give you some insight. Don't you think it's interesting how the Supreme Court becomes such a massive focal point here of late? Well, it's not really of late. You know, since 1937, we've really lived under a system of government that was made by the Supreme Court. It wasn't the one, it's not the one that the people agreed to in the late 18th century and have amended formally 27 times since. Instead, we live under a highly centralized system in which the Supreme Court has a lot of legislative authority, in which we have unelected bureaucrats who have legislative, executive, and judicial authority, in which Congress can spend money on anything it wants. The president can launch a war without anybody else saying he can. It's been remade mainly by the courts. And so the left... Uh, is right because essentially what Kennedy's retirement can mean is that for the first time since what constitutional historians call the revolution of 1937, it's possible we're going to have a constitutionalist majority on the Supreme court. We're going to have a majority of people who think that they should rule according to what the constitution was supposed to mean when it was adopted, instead of just deciding as justice Breyer says, what will make our democracy work. In other words, what policy outcome they would like. So this really is a big event. And that's, that's really, is it, is it possible that we could get back to that? I mean, is that, I mean, you, the, the, the pine, the, the perfect example is just what you said. I mean, if we could get back to that constitutional focus 
where we have judges has gone, hey, this is the Constitution. We don't, you know, there's no other premise involved in that. There's no other, a lot of the, the rulings have been from judges saying, hey, I just feel like this is a better path than what the Constitution says. We actually had a case last week that was about reapportionment, and we had four of the justices saying, you know, we should, we should hand down a ruling here because we have a better idea in mind, and the majority, five votes, in that case, Kennedy voted with the conservatives, said whether we have better policy in mind is not the question we're supposed to answer. We're supposed to decide whether the Constitution mandates that the states behave in a particular way. The reason the, reason the left is upset so much about Kennedy's retirement is because he had tended to vote with the liberals on the Supreme Court when it came to their hot-button issues. Right. Sodomy, gay marriage, abortion, um, death penalty. He Basically, he was a conservative except on, on those four questions, which he would go along with the liberals on. So now there's likely to be, uh, if President Trump nominates any of the people that are on the list that he provided us before we voted in November of 2016, if he nominates and the Senate confirms one of those people to Kennedy's seat, we'll have five justices who vote against the left on those questions. Actually, notice, though, what they would be doing is not saying, okay, we're going to do what the left does. We're going to mandate a national right. adoption of a conservative policy. Instead, they would just be saying, we're going to cease mandating national adoption of a, of a liberal policy. And it doesn't so mean— on, yeah, yeah. From now on, we're going to return to having what was really the fundamental principle of our Constitution, a federal system, one in which, in other words, most decisions are decided federally. So if, if you in Virginia and people where I live in Connecticut and people in Louisiana want to have three different answers to these kinds of questions, they're supposed to have three different answers. They can have them, and it's not going to hurt people in Virginia if we in Connecticut have a different policy about capital punishment than you have in Virginia. It's not going to hurt people in Louisiana if they have a different policy about gay marriage than people in California. There's just There's been this impulse on the progressive left really ever since the beginning of the 20th century, but they, they finally had a court majority beginning in 1937, that we should have one-size-fits-all Whatever the people on the faculties of Harvard Law School and Yale Law School think is a good idea, the Supreme Court will mandate it for everybody. And this is an alternative to Constitution. This is an alternative to the U.S. Constitution. This is not the U.S. Constitution. So, the, and you're, what you're saying is they wouldn't be ruling against liberalism. They'd be ruling what, what the Constitution says. But the liberals fear that, Kevin Guzman, because... They can't get things passed legislatively. They have to go through the judicial system. Otherwise, the American people will reject most of what they want. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Yesterday, the New York Times ran an op-ed, an editorial column that said, well, now that Justice Kennedy is retiring, we're going to have to go out and vote. So <laughs> don't be so upset. Just be sure you go out and vote. And, and you know, the, there was, an, there was a, a, an air of desperation and disdain in this column. You would read it and think, these people think that voting to get a policy you want is somehow foreign. And actually, of course, again, it has been foreign because we've had the idea that when it came to the death penalty and sodomy and pornography and abortion and whether you can burn a flag and all these things, we never get to vote. We always just kind of sit back and wait. What does Anthony Kennedy think? And for the last 10 years, Anthony Kennedy got to make all these decisions himself. So why, what kind of a system of government is that? Well, I'll tell you what it looks like to me. It looks like a monarchy. Actually, that's what it looks like. When all these 
on all these significant issues, we have kind of hama-hama among people who are in legal academia over the fabulous theories underlying all this stuff. But really what it came down to was four people would vote with, with a liberal position, four people would vote for, no, let's not impose this policy on the whole country. And then depending what Kennedy wanted, we'd know what our outcome was. This is not, again, this is not constitutional government. So you can tell. Although I uh, initially, when Kennedy was nominated in 1988, I was in law school and was actually enthusiastic about it because of what an insider in the Reagan administration told me about Kennedy's uh, background. Um, I am actually quite happy that this is going to happen, and we're going to have republicanism, lowercase r, republicanism, exactly. bloom. We can have conversations among our neighbors and decide for ourselves what policy we wanted. Wow, it's almost as if people had said, you know, no taxation without representation, right? We what, want to have self-government. Yeah, so so this is really an opportunity to return to the American Revolution instead of having this 1937 progressive national imposition, regardless what the people want. Just in time for July 4th. What, right. a, what a perfect time for that. <laughs> hey, just real quickly in the remaining minute we have you here, is there a, is there a pick on that list that you prefer more than others? Uh No. I don't have a I don't have a dog in this fight. Okay, because they're all pretty good constitutional guys. I would be ecstatic just at the idea of that. Yeah. Yes, good, sir. You've been great. I appreciate your help. Thank you very much. Thank you for You're joining welcome. us. All right, that's Dr. Kevin Gutzman. He is a professor of history at Western Connecticut State University, a phenomenal author, and you should check him out. Uh, truly a great America. All right, your phone calls next on this, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 97.7 FM. Representing the end of political correctness, it's the Lee Brothers on AMA 20, 97.7 FM, WNTW. Join us for a constitutional government. 454-1366, 454-1366. The left should, should welcome the removal of the Supreme Court judges from decisions. They should want judges who don't legislate but simply interpret the Constitution. Here's the deal. Go back and look at the recent, um, uh, the recent rulings. You can read the dissenting, you can read the, uh, the opinions, and you can see which one you can see exactly which ones are ruling based upon what they think and what they feel like it should happen or versus what the law actually states, what the constitutional states. And if, you, if you're a liberal Democrat, you shouldn't be freaking out over this. You ought to do what Kevin Gutzman said the Washington Post wrote about, and that is, or the Washington Times is, gosh, you got to get out and vote now. You're not going to win by nine kings sitting in a four-off land surrounded by a beltway run by them. Oh, why not? It's the way it's been. Senator Cory Booker sent out a, uh, a comment this week. He said, the menacing truth is that we have to face a reality coming to us that we might lose some of the precious ideals of our country. Really? We might just gain them back. It would be wonderful to have an entire Supreme Court that ruled based on the Constitution, on everything. Right. It would be incredible. It, it would be, and that's the way it should be. And if you want something, then the Congress can pass a law 
or we can change the Constitution to modify amend that's, it. Amend that's, it. That's why it was set up to be amended. If you don't like the Second Amendment and you're not a fan of the right to bear and keep arms, just lobby to get it changed. And once you get the, the amendment changed in the Constitution, which the founders allowed for, then by all means, that's the rule of the people. Here's an email from the Democratic Party sent out. Scott, with Justice Kennedy retiring from the Supreme Court, our most fundamental rights are now at stake. Really? So let's tie him down and not let him retire. It's, I mean, that is ridiculous. It's the right's fault that the man's retiring. Apparently. Apparently. There, here's another email from, this is the Democrats.org sent an email out saying, the Republican Party thinks that because they stole a Supreme Court seat and gave themselves a 5-4 majority, they think they can ram any racist, xenophobic, ugly policy down the throats of American people. Okay, like, uh, like what? let's say... Gay marriage, which was forced what? down the American what? people's throat. What was forced down the American Gay marriage was forced down the American people's throat. There were laws all across Not the country. Not by the right, though. No, by the left. The left has used the Supreme Court as a bully to beat and submit American people on the policies they don't want. That is a fact. Now, you may say, well, there's nothing wrong with gay marriage or whatever. Maybe so. Maybe it isn't. But that's not for the Supreme Court to decide. That's for the people to decide. Right. This is what I've always argued, the idea for the left. Join the Lee brothers in the idea of federalism. Yeah, that's going to happen. <laughs> Maybe well, at least this weekend. Okay. Well, at least we said it. We said, look, federalism is a better plan for even the left. I Thomas Jefferson was right. The best government is the one that's closest to you. Join us in this cause that Madison had in the Constitution. Federalism works even for the liberals. Can't it, you hear them chanting now? It's no need. We're moving to the moon. Well, good. More go. Adios. You know, if the left, if you're so concerned about this Supreme Court pick, if you're so concerned that the, the, the Supreme Court will be full of constitutional uh, judges, doesn't that say something about you? You're concerned that a judge might rule by the Constitution other well, than their own feelings? Wasn't Kennedy kind of a 50-50 guy? He anyway. was completely. That's, you know, so. He voted for the conservatives. He voted for the liberals. But to, to Dr. Gutzman's point, he happened to be voting with the left on all those major things that changed our culture in the last eight years. And for the left to be worried about anything, they're going to have to do what Trump calls a witch hunt on whoever he puts up as his all, nominee. They're all, going to have to come down on that person with a sledgehammer. Some are horrible people, horrible <laughs> human beings. Who cares? That's perfect. All right, your phone call is next, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 97.7 FM. Our version of the Federalist Papers, without all that reading. It's the Lee Brothers on WNTW AM 820, 97.7 FM. The worst, the worst fear for the left is that if a Supreme Court came in, looked at the Constitution, and called Roe v. Wade bad law and, and said it's no longer the law of the land. You think that's what they're afraid of? That's their worst fear. They're just afraid of anything they want to shove down our throats in the future they won't be able to. Or maybe both. Both, perhaps. But here's the deal. If Roe v. Wade was appealed today, would abortions be illegal? No. They wouldn't be. It would go back to the states. The states can make those decisions. And off you go. But the left thinks it would be a crisis a crisis if, a Supreme, proportion. if the Supreme Court said, you know what? 
The Constitution doesn't say you can rip a baby out of the womb. It does not allow for that. How could you possibly think that it does? That's just the craziest thing ever. Uh, how could anyone think they would have put that in the Constitution? <laughs> exactly. Oh, here's Way what we can do. When. You can rip a baby and do that. And what so- about the rip baby portion? Oh, we haven't written that yet. <laughs> we haven't codified that in the Constitution. All right, so um, that's the fear of the left. Coming up, we're going to share some of these uh, these rulings with you and hear some of the Supreme Court justice themselves. But more importantly than that, we're going to talk about July 4th, what it really means, what happened. What were those signers of the Declaration of Independence? Who were the guys from Virginia that signed it? Why is it important? What did it say? And could it be written today? I mean, think about the usurpations that were written in the Declaration of Independence. Who wrote it? Is it important to you or just an old document? The left thinks it's an old document. Believe me, I heard that all week. All right, and of course, your phone calls. Check us out at 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Click on our, our name, the Lee Brothers. It takes you right to our page, The Left Unhinged, Uncommon Valor, a video about July 4th, which I think you'll find encouraging. And the media, Soviet style, all at 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Your phone calls next, 454-1366, Lee Brothers, 820 WNDW and 97.7 FM. Brothers showing off the First Amendment and using the second only when necessary on AMA 20 97.7 FM. The answer. The start of the July 4th week. The Lee Brothers' most favorite of all holidays. Until the next holiday comes along. Yeah, and then it's, that's our favorite. And then that's our favorite. Actually, July 4th is one of our, without question. Yeah, absolutely. Favorite. For the cause of freedom and liberty. Just wish they have presents. 454-1366. Only you. 454-1366. The Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. My co-host, my friend, and my brother. Sitting to his left sometimes as far as no presents for you. No presents for me. The Supreme Court made all kinds of decisions this week. Bunch of good ones. Uh, we'll share them with you in a second. Scott from Richmond, you're on AM 820 WNTW and FM 97.7 with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. Hey, Richard and Scott. The uh, 4th of July is my favorite uh, holiday after Easter and Christmas, but only because of the birth of Christ. Good order. Yes. Amen. Um, and... The Declaration of the, of the Independent of our Independence is not just an old document, because outside of the Bible, the Declaration of Independence has the best sentence ever written by man, and that is, "We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. We are endowed by our Creator with certain inalienable rights. That among these are life, liberty, and the, and the pursuit of happiness." And if you continue, it actually goes on to state why government was instituted among men, and which is even a bigger point, which is to protect the rights God gave us. And keep women out. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? I'm making a serious point, and so is Scott from Richmond. You're butchering exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> and I make it a point every 4th of July, every morning on the 4th of July, I read the Declaration of Independence from beginning to end. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah, that's and great. I think everybody should because if you if you read the usurp the usurpations, oh, it's unbelievable. It, 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 it's like today. It, it's like you're reading them. It's like you could write this whole thing and send it to DC right now. Exactly, exactly. Except it's not King George. 
No, it's uh, we got 435 kings and queens and another hundred. And it's it's killing us, and and we're allowing it. I mean, and that's what's really well, upsetting. I think I think part of it, Scott, is that it's there's there's some ignorance among the American people. I don't mean that to be. Uh, to disrespectful at all. They're just ignorance. I mean, we don't read anymore. We don't care anymore. Our lives are easy. All we care about is I have enough money for my six pack on the weekend. Don't bother me with anything else. I get sound bites from the media that make it sound like government's a good thing. And that, that the, the idea that you could, uh, stand on your own is, is, uh, is, an, uh, is just weird to people. And then you got a whole group of politicians out there telling them that depend on me, I can help you. I mean, it, it's just some ignorance of people. That's frustrating. It is. We've, we've traded lives of privilege for our liberty. That's a great and, way to put it. And it's, it's sad. And it at, really is. And at the same time, while we do that, we are literally dishonoring those who fought for the freedoms that they gave us. I mean, the best way to honor people who, who went through the Revolutionary War, people who left a trail of blood in the snow on the way to Battle Trenton, the best way to honor those people is to fight for the things they fought for. That's right. And I... I do not find the virtue in disarming the law-abiding citizen in any way, be it um, firearms, be it personal defense weapons such as, uh, you know, sure. black blackjacks or uh, or brass knuckles for crying out loud. They, they 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 outlaw those things because the bad guys use them, but the bad guys don't turn them in. <laughs> Well, now you're losing logic, and that's where you lose it. I mean, if you if you go down the logic path, and the emotion uh, usually trumps that, and the left is good at emotion. They can stir the hearts of emotion where people go, yeah, those guns are just we bad. Get- and then, of course, now you're trying to use logic. They are to shut you off, you see. You go down that path. You don't, In other words, conservatism, liberty, and freedom isn't on a bumper sticker. It has to be. Uh, liberalism's on a bumper sticker. Freedom isn't. It can't be on a bumper sticker because it's hard. Right. And it requires personal responsibility. And nobody these days, it seems, likes to be responsible for themselves. We have this mindset that somebody else is going to pay for it. Somebody else is going to do it for me. Scary. Just take care of me. I'll just suckle on the teat of government. Scott, do you have an honorary Lee Brother bumper sticker? I sure do. I I display it very proudly. Well, thank you very much. Gosh, You're definitely an... An honorary Lee brother, no question. So he's the one out there with it. Very great. funny. All right. Man. Scott, <laughs> Thank thanks, man. So great. Much. Appreciate the call. Happy Independence Day. Indeed, Same sir. to you, sir. And to you. 454-1366. 454-1366. I will tell you that I think most of America is like Scott from Richmond. He's a truly great no, American. No, I'm serious. I, I am no, serious. No, no. I'm serious, I, I, too. I think that most people want to love the country. Most people want to look at our founding and say it was right, it was just, it was true. I think some people love the country and they're afraid to admit it because because of nut jobs. No, well, that's true. Sea hags, nut jobs. There's something special, and I think Scott's onto something. There is something special about the Declaration. You know, John Adams told Thomas Jefferson that he should write the Declaration because he's from Virginia, and Virginia should be first among these things. That's an exact quote. Virginia had so much to do. Richard Henry Lee. Richard Henry Lee. Truly great American. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. You know, there is something very special about the Declaration of Independence, but it's it's all about it's America. America is the Declaration of Independence. Right. You know, there isn't a, a better country, a freer nation on this planet. 
when you look at when you look at the Constitution and read it, I mean the the Declaration, and there was still slavery at that time. This document was the first to, to be referred to referred to as an abolition for slavery. It was the very thing we used to say slavery is wrong. That's why people who are upset about the country and its slavery and its sin and its black eye. They point back and say, see, America's unjust. It, no, it's not. It's the very reason we got rid of slavery. Those people that would say things like that have a problem with it, with that and the Constitution not saying what's in it for them. What's, what's in it for me? What is this nation going to do for me? Wrong attitude. Wrong attitude. No question. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for people to dissolve the political bands, which is connected them with another and assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station in which the laws of nature and nature's God entitle them. I think Scott was right when he said, we hold these truths to be self-evident. There's something magical about that, that all men are created equal. What do you do if they're endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights? They're not endowed by government. Government doesn't instill these rights. That's the creator did. What does the left do when they stand at a convention, a democratic convention and remove God from their pledge? What are they saying about the declaration? Where do rights come from? Dave Bratt stood at a, at a town hall and said, rights come off from our creator. And he was booed by the left. Booed. That's pathetic. They booed him for that. That's pathetic. How could you boo a man who thinks your rights come from God well, and not government? First of all, you in their defense, you have to look at it like this. They would have booed him no matter what came out of his mouth. That's true. They would have booed the man. Well, they did. But yeah. to boo him because he thinks God gave rights? How do you, how do you think they would have reacted if he, had, uh, if he had stood up there and said, that's wrong. That's all wrong. What's all wrong? You Inalienable rights, you know, given to you by your creator. None of that's accurate. None of that's real. How, what do you think they would have done? They would have, they would have probably, their heads would have popped off because they wouldn't have known what to do. They would have been, What uh, if he would have stood up and said, what if he would have stood up and said, uh, all the rights that you have are given you by me. Exactly. I'm the giver of rights. I am the <laughs> so, right giver. I am the, <laughs> get in line. And you uh, want rights, I'll give you some. You can come up and kiss my ring if you'd like. I wonder their what, heads would have popped off. They would have heard, you would have oh, heard exactly. whispering all through the crowd. So he said the opposite. What do we do now? What do we do now? He said the very thing that every human being should want to hear from a government elected official. It is not me that provided these rights to you. It is God himself. Therefore, they are, in fact, inalienable rights. And among them are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. To secure these rights, government are initiated among men. Not me. Right. What? How is this confusing to people? The greatest thing that is coming up this coming week, July 4th, is a time to celebrate this very thing. The ideas of freedom and liberty. It's not hamburger and hot dog day. No, it's not. And to celebrate the signers from the Commonwealth of Virginia. George Mason, George Washington, George With. By the way, if you're wondering if you can remember these things, there's like, there was one name's consistence, George and James. You got James Madison and James McClurg. These are... James and George. All you do is think of that. I'll be James. You'll be George. You got George Mason, George Washington, George With. What an amazing man. Of course, Edmund Randolph and, uh, and John Blair. Amazing men who did amazing things, who gave up their lives, their fortunes, 
and their sacred honor. All of the signers of the Declaration of Independence all were given a death sentence the second they signed that paper. It was treason. Something that, that's something to really here's, think about. And here's the good news. That will not require you to stand up for freedom and liberty for you to give up your life, your fortune, or sacred honor. It won't. All we require exactly. for you to do is to be vocal, to be uh, courageous, to be bold, and to vote. And to dial in the Lee Brothers every Friday. Every Friday right here. 3 to 6 p.m. right here. And call us at 454-1366. That's right. The Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 97.7 FM. Freedom isn't passed through the bloodstream. It's fought for daily. Fight alongside the Lee Brothers on WNTW AM 820 97.7 FM. The answer. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that Democrats can't enjoy July 4th. I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying that. Hamburgers and hot yeah, dogs. Them, I just don't think they understand it. Like, like other people. No, I'm not saying all Democrats. I know Democrats will love July 4th like anyone else because they are now trying to go back away from the fundamentals of America by going pure socialist on us, and we know that. You remember what? I mean, Hillary even said they're socialists. Forty-one percent so. of Democrats <laughs> are uh, socialists or self-described. <laughs> That's scary. Well, that's just, can that be right? 41% I mean, of Democrats are uh, socialists or self-described. <laughs> she almost sounds like she's laughing about it. <laughs> or self-described socialists because they don't really know what it means. Here's a question. Can you be a socialist and, and be for July 4th? Can you be a I mean, socialist when you don't even know what it's really like right. living in a socialist country? The... Um, the the deputy chair of the Democrat National Committee, which is a pretty powerful guy, he's Keith Ellison, Congressman Keith Ellison. He's a pretty scary guy. Yeah, I mean, remember when he said this? The bottom line is we're not broke. There's plenty of money. It's just the government doesn't have it. Yeah, I remember when he said that. You peasants and serfs, you have all the money. For those Somebody's of you who don't pay un- for all this, for those of you who don't understand what that means, he's talking about your money. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's not like the government doesn't have it. He's not talking about printing off more. He's not talking about finding billions of dollars under someone's desk. He's talking about your Well, money. sure he is. Yeah, I mean, the government isn't broke yet. It's just they have plenty of money. It's just that you serfs and peasants have it, you see. You and, 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 just get my they hands kind of are broke because they're standing behind all that money that the serfs and peasants have. Well, that's true. So they, kind of, they kind of are a little broke right now. Well, here's what Keith Ellison was found this week. He was found uh, standing beside a woman holding a sign calling Americans stolen stolen land. And the sign read, no human being is illegal on stolen land. Ellison's standing there next to him, big smile on his face, arm around her. (laughs) So if you agree with that. What is the deal? If you agree with that, then people who come across our border illegally have a right to your land. Yeah. They can just come take your front yard. Of, co- of course they can. We don't need the backyard. We just want the there, front yard. There is no rule of law. Well, there's only rule of law for people who aren't citizens. And somehow they have special rights to our land right. They can and just government. take your land. Right. Don't go on vacation. You might come home with a couple of families in that, your house. I think that inherently starts with you hating America. If you don't like America and you think it's an, a, not a just place, then you're going to hold a sign up that says, no human being is illegal on stolen land. That's not an American. That's, that's, ridi- not some, that's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Is what that is. Keith Ellison is a congressman in the United States Congress. He's one of 435 people standing next to a person who's holding a sign saying it's stolen land. So if you, if you own property, is your, was your land stolen and do you need to give it back? 
to somebody? Possibly. Just, just throwing it out just, there. Just, are you just curious. There? I'm just wondering. <clears throat> 56 men signed the Declaration of Independence. 24 were lawyers and jurists. 11 were merchants. Nine were farmers and large population uh, plantation owners. Five were captured by the British as traitors and tortured before they died. Twelve had their homes ransacked and burned. Two lost their sons serving in the Revolutionary Army. Another had two sons captured. Nine fought and died from wounds or hardships from the Revolutionary War. Of course, they signed and they pledged their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor. So you could live the way you live today. Many of you. There's something wrong with that document. It sure has held strong for an awfully long time. Many of you know Thomas Jefferson and Benjamin Franklin and Hancock and Adams and other signers. Many of you may not know the lesser ones. For example, Carter Braxton of Virginia. A wealthy planter and trader saw his ships swept from, from the seas by the British Navy. He sold his home and properties to pay his debts and died in rags. Carter Braxton. So you can live the way you do today. Thomas McCain was so hounded by the British that he was forced to move his family almost constantly. He served in the Congress without pay, and his family was kept in hiding. His possessions were taken from him, and poverty was his reward. Thomas Nelson, Jr., of Battle of Yorktown, noted that the British General Cornwallis was taken over the Nelson home of his headquarters. This is an amazing story. So Cornwallis is living in Thomas Nelson's house in Yorktown. He quietly urged George Washington to open fire. His home was destroyed, and Nelson died bankrupt. This is just a small glimpse in the history of the United States of America for the cause of freedom and liberty. Make sure you celebrate it this week. Your phone calls next, 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 97.7 FM. Want to help Richard prove Scott's wrong once and for all? Call the Lee Brothers at 454-1366. And that's a wrap. But it's not a hamburger and hot dog wrap. Well, it can be. Although be. that sounds sounds odd. That's not exactly the way it no, should I be. I don't want mine wrapped. <laughs> All right, check us out, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers, takes you to our page. Uncommon Valor. Uncommon Valor. What really happened July 4th, 1776? You can see what was so uncommon was courage then, and we need courage now. 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers, takes you directly to our page. Please be do safe and talk, tell the story of Independence Day this 4th. Stay tuned now for Cut to the Chase with Senator Amanda Chase. See you next Friday right here on AM820 WNTW. Democrats have to talk, tell voters what they're going to be do for them. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, by God bless you, and God bless the United States of America.